Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC Talent Show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is the Wikipedia page for Glam Rock. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Victor Vernado, KSN. And I'm Rachel Teichman, Elmas W, reminding you to subscribe. Glamrock. This page was a request from Steve Teisberg, one of the Wiki listeners out there in the world. Thank you, Steve, for requesting this and for commenting on some random things in, on Facebook. Yes, thank you, Steve. You spell your last name similarly to how I spell my last name, and we're probably cousins or something. Who knows? Gross. All right. It is time to rock and roll. With some glam rock. Yeah, I'm excited. I don't know a whole lot about glam rock, but like I'm, I'm aware of it. Yeah, you're a little young for glam rock. Glam rock. Glam rock is a style of rock music that developed in the United Kingdom in the early 1970s and was performed by musicians who wore outrageous costumes, makeup and hairstyles, particularly platform shoes and glitter. Glam artists drew on diverse sources across music and throwaway pop culture, ranging from bubblegum pop and 1950s rock and roll to cabaret science fiction and complex art rock. The flamboyant clothing and visual styles of performers were often camp or androgynous and have been described as playing with other gender roles. Glitter rock was a more extreme version of glam rock. The UK charts were inundated with glam rock acts from 1971 to 1975. The March 1971 appearance of T-Rex frontman Mark Bolan on the BBC's music show Top of the Pops, wearing glitter and satins, is often cited as the beginning of the movement. 
Other British glam rock artists included David Bowie, Mott the Hoopy, Sweet, Slade, Mud, Roxy Music, and Gary Glitter. Those not central to the genre, artists such as Elton John, Rod Stewart, and Freddie Mercury of Queen also adopted glam styles. In the United States, the scene was much less prevalent, with Alice Cooper and Lou Reed the only American artists to score a hit in the UK. Other American glam artists include New York Dolls, Sparks, Susie Quattro, Iggy Pop, and Joe Bryath. It declined after the mid-1970s, but influenced other musical genres including punk rock, glam metal, new romantic, death rock, and gothic rock. I didn't know that Lou Reed would be considered glam. I think that what people know about him now is not, but like when he first came out, I think he was uh, glamming it up. Huh. Alice Cooper used to dance with snakes. (laughs) That's pretty cool. (laughs) Is it? I'm sure parents didn't think so. Yeah, it is cool. (laughs) Characteristics. Characteristics. Glam rock can be seen as a fashion as well as musical subgenre. Glam artists rejected the revolutionary rhetoric of the late 1960s rock scene, instead glorifying decadence, superficiality, and the simple structures of earlier pop music. In response to these characteristics, scholars such as I, Taylor, and D. Wall characterized glam rock as offensive, commercial, and cultural emasculation. Oof. <laughs> Artists drew on such musical influences as bubblegum pop, the brash guitar riffs of hard rock, stomping rhythms, and 1950s rock and roll, filtering them through the recording innovations of the late 1960s. Ultimately, it became very diverse, varying between the simple rock and roll revivalism of figures like Alvin Stardust to the complex art pop of Roxy Music. In its beginning, however, it was a youth-oriented reaction to the creeping dominance of progressive rock and concept albums, what Bump called the overall denim dullness of a deadly boring prematurely matured music scene. Visually, it was a mesh of various styles ranging from 1930s Hollywood glamour through 1950s pinup sex appeal, pre-war cabaret theatrics, Victorian literary and symbolist styles, science fiction to ancient and occult mysticism and mythology manifesting itself in outrageous clothes, makeup, hairstyles, and platform-sold boots. Glam rock is most noted for its sexual and gender ambiguity and representations of androgyny beside extensive use of theatrics. It was prefigured by the flamboyant English composer Noel Coward, especially his 1931 song Mad Dogs and Englishmen, with music writer Daryl Easlia stating, Noel Coward's influence on people like Bowie, Roxy Music, and Cockney Rebel was absolutely immense. It suggested style, artifice, and surface were equally as important as depth and substance. Time magazine noted Coward's sense of personal style, a combination of cheek and chic, pose and poise. It read like a glam manifesto. Showmanship and gender identity manipulation acts included the Coquettes and Alice Cooper, the latter of which combined glam with shock rock. History. Glam rock emerged from the English psychedelic and art rock scenes of the late 1960s and can be seen as both an extension of and a reaction against those trends. Its origins are associated with Mark Bolan, who had renamed his acoustic duo T-Rex and taken up electric instruments by the end of the 1960s. Bolan was, in the words of music critic Ken Barnes, 
the man who started it all. Often cited as the moment of inception is Bolin's appearance on the BBC music show Top of the Pops in March 1971, wearing glitter and satins to perform what would be his second UK top 10 hit and first UK number one hit, Hot Love. (laughs) The Independent states that Bolin's appearance on Top of the Pops permitted a generation of teeny boppers to begin playing with the idea of androgyny. T-Rex's 1971 album, Electric Warrior, received critical acclaim as a pioneering glam rock album. In 1973, a few months after the release of the album, Tanks, Bolin captured the front cover of Melody Maker magazine with the declaration, Glam rock is dead. Wiki listeners, you can keep glam rock alive by listening to this quick message. Thank you for listening to that message. Sorry, everybody. Though she said you could keep it alive, it's still dead. Aww, Too bad. Rip. From late 1971, already a minor star, David Bowie developed his Ziggy Stardust persona, incorporating elements of professional makeup, mime, and performance into his act. Bowie, in a 1972 interview in which he noted that other artists described as glam rock were doing different work, said... I think glam rock is a lovely way to categorize me, and it's even nicer to be one of the leaders of it. Bowl and Bowie were soon followed in the style by acts including Roxy Music, Sweet Slade, Mott the Hoople, Mud, and Alvin Stardust. The popularity of glam rock in the UK was such that three glam rock bands had major UK Christmas hit singles. Merry Xmas, everybody, by Slade. I wish it could be Christmas Every Day, by Wizard and Lonely This Christmas by Mud, all of which have remained hugely popular. One of these things is not like the other. Glam was not only a highly successful trend in UK popular music, it became dominant in other aspects of British popular culture during the 1970s. What did you mean by one of these is not like the other? Well, Merry Xmas Everybody is a cheerful title. I wish it could be Christmas Every Day is a cheerful title, but then Lonely This Christmas is not a cheerful title. Uh, Okay, I had no idea that's how you were comparing them, so now it sort of makes sense. A heavier variant of glam rock, emphasizing guitar riff-centric songs, driving rhythms, and live performances with audience participation were represented by bands like Slade and Mott the Hoople, with later followers such as Def Leppard, Cheap Trick, Poison, Kiss, and Quiet Riot, some of which either covered Slade compositions such as Come On, Feel the Noise and Mama, We're All Crazy Now, or composed new songs based on Slade templates. While highly successful in the single charts in the UK, Slade, for example, had six number one singles. Very few of these musicians were able to make a serious impact in the U.S., David Bowie was the major exception, becoming an international superstar and prompting the adoption of glam styles among acts like Lou Reed, Iggy Pop, New York Dolls, and Jabriath, often known as Glitter Rock, and with a darker lyrical content than their British counterparts. I'm sure they meant, and with a darker, more lyrical content than their British counterparts, but I'm not editing this right now, so. Okay. In the UK, the term Glitter Rock was most often used to refer to the extreme version of glam pursued by Gary Glitter and the independent band with whom he often performed known as the Glitter Band. The Glitter Band and Gary Glitter had between them 18 top 10 singles in the UK, 
between 1972 and 1975. A second wave of glam rock acts, including Susie Quattro, Roy Woods, Wizard, and Sparks, had hits on the British single charts in 1973 and 1974. Quattro directly inspired the pioneering Los Angeles-based all-girl group The Runaways. Existing acts, some not usually considered central to the genre, also adopted glam styles, including Rod Stewart, Elton John, Queen, and for a time, The Rolling Stones. After seeing Mark Bolin wearing Zondra Rhodes-designed outfits, Freddie Mercury enlisted Rhodes to design costumes for the next Queen tour in 1974. Punk rock, often seen as a reaction to the artifice of glam rock, but using some elements of the genre, including makeup and involving cover versions of glam rock records, helped end the fashion for glam from about 1976. While glam rock was exclusively a British cultural phenomenon, with Stephen Wells, The Guardian, writing, Americans only got glam secondhand via the posh Bowie version. Covers of British glam rock classics are now piped music staples at U.S. sporting events. Glam rock was a background influence for Richard O'Brien, writer of the 1973 London musical The Rocky Horror Show. Although glam rock went into a steep decline in popularity in the U.K. in the second half of the 1970s, it had a direct influence on acts that rose to prominence later, including Kiss and American glam metal acts like Quiet Riot, Wasp, Twisted Sister, Bon Jovi, and Motley Crue. New romantic acts in the UK such as Adam and the Ants and A Flock of Seagulls extended glam, and its androgyny and sexual politics were picked up by acts including Culture Club, Bronski Beat, and Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Gothic rock was largely informed by the makeup, clothes, theatricality, and sound of glam, and punk rock adopted some of the performance and persona-creating tendencies of glam, as well as the genre's emphasis on pop art qualities and simple but powerful instrumentation. Glam rock has been influential around the world. In Japan, in the 1980s, Visual K was strongly influenced by glam rock aesthetics. Glam rock has since enjoyed continued influence and sporadic modest revivals in R&B crossover act Prince bands such as Marilyn Manson, Suede, Placebo, Chainsaw Kitten, Space Hog, and The Darkness, and has inspired pop artists such as Lady Gaga. Quote, its self-conscious embrace of fame and ego continues to reverberate through pop music decades after the death of its prototypical superstar, Mark Bolin of T-Rex in 1977, as an elastic concept rather than a fixed stratosphere of 70s personalities. It is even equipped to survive the loss of its most enduring artist, David Bowie. Judy Berman writing for Pitchfork in 2016 from Bowie to Gaga, How Glam Rock Lives On. Film. Movies that reflect glam rock aesthetics include T-Rex's documentary Born to Boogie 1972. Brian De Palma's Phantom of the Paradise 1974. Gary Glitter's Remember Me This Way 1974. The Rocky Horror Picture Show 1975. Slade's Slade in Flame, 1975. Never Too Young to Rock, 1975. Bruce Beersford's Side by Side, 1975. David Bowie's Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars, the Motion Picture, 1979. Todd Haynes' Velvet Goldmine, 1998. John Cameron Mitchell's Hedwig and the Angry Inch, 2001. Kieran Turner's Jabriath AD, 2012. 
that's glam rock for you. Steve, I really hope this was as exciting as you wanted it to be. It was great for us. I really wish they had cited more lyrics, though. That would have been great because they cited none. Yeah, that would have been cool. Steve, thank you so much. I learned that the Runaways are a product of glam rock. I had no idea, and I find this very exciting. And I learned that David Bowie had some really cool makeup that split his face in half. I mean, sorry, not David Bowie, Boy George, because there's a picture of Boy George with his face split in half by makeup. I do see it. Some real Phantom of the Opera stuff. This has been the Wikipedia page for Glam Rock. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media and on TikTok at Wikilisten, except for Twitter, which is at wiki underscore listen. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button. If there's a particular Wikipedia page you'd like us to read, please let us know. We'll read it just like we did with this one. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.